0: Welcome to the Change Management Review Podcast, where we bring the best of change management to you. In this Meet the Expert episode, Managing Editor Brian Gorman talks with David Gearsdorf, founder of Global Voyages Group, about the six
1: protocols for navigating your company, career, and life through the fog of disruption. We hope you enjoy this installment of the Change Management Review Podcast. Welcome to Change Management Review's podcast. I am Brian Gorman, Managing Editor of Change Management Review. And my guest today is David Giersdorf. David is a fascinating man, and I'm really looking to get into our conversation. He is an innovative entrepreneur with extensive C-suite experience in the cruise, travel, and tourism industries, including senior executive leadership positions at Holland America Line, Windstar Cruises, Paul Gauguin Cruises, American West Steamboat Company, and Exploration Cruise Lines. David has recently published a book. And when I say recently, I mean recently, um, he very extensively addresses uh, the whole COVID pandemic and in response to it. His book is called Hardships. And that's two words, hard ships, which comes out of his background in the cruise industry. And, um, I was fascinated when I first talked with David because the wisdom that he brings in hardships, the wisdom that he brings in this conversation echoes for all of us on a global basis, as we look to move into what the new world is opening up for us. So welcome, David.
0: Brian, thank you very much. I've been very much looking forward to uh, our conversation. Uh, you're a, uh, a real, uh, leader in and expert in the area of change. Um, I love your term, change Sherpa, because uh, really we do carry others with us uh, when we're doing our best work, uh, addressing change or, or any major um, uh, goals and objectives uh, in life.
1: So, David, in hardships, um, one of the many things you wrote that caught my attention, and I thought this would be a good place to start. When sailing is smooth, it's easy to assume fair weather will continue. You feel like you can do no wrong. It feels almost imprudent to presume this pleasant status quo will change. Nonetheless, experience teaches us that either we prepare for disruption or we don't. Clearly not many were prepared for the disruption of the, the COVID pandemic um, across industries and clearly again, because in some ways, unfortunately, the cruise industry was at the forefront of the pandemic. Um, it, it became sort of a, a focal spotlight. Tell us what those early days were like for the industry. well. Interestingly, although none can
0: or were prepared for a disruption of this uh, scope and scale or duration, let's face it, in the early days, none of those variables were known. Um, But uh, in the cruise business, there were some um, similarities in the early days. You know, we'd been disrupted by SARS-1 uh, continuously disrupted by the norovirus. The health protocols, the procedures, the governmental uh, and health organization interactions between the industry, et cetera, were already in place to a degree. And um, vigilance uh, was already in place. Certainly, um, the, the industry was um, caught um, hard in the beginning uh, as uh, cases emerged on large ships. And the um, uh, contagious level of the virus was at its strongest in the early days before it had morphed its way you know, through millions of people. So the case loads were extremely high. Um, we had a terrible incident in which a vessel was quarantined in Japan uh, and the health authorities um, made decisions that uh, proved not to be the best way to deal with this. Nobody's fault, everyone doing their best. But that put the cruise industry front and center because for a short period, the largest localized outbreak of, uh, of uh, COVID-19 was on a ship in terms of um, percentage of people you know, infected. And there were a couple of deaths. Uh, So that um, we went from, wow, what's this uh, another virus we're hearing about um, coming out of a certain part of the world? Um, Vigilance up, you know, temperature checks, uh, a crew are trained to report signs of any symptoms, uh, whether it's out moving about the ship or visible within uh, people's cabins and staterooms, because the health team aboard the vessel needs uh, it's been proven time and again, early response is critical. So uh, so all the antenna were up and already considerations as to whether to revise deployment of ships in certain parts of the world, as was a successful strategy with the SARS uh, outbreaks. Um, and then boom, You know the, uh, the the couple of incidents that I describe in the book that really framed um, the cruise industry's uh, participation in all of this. It was uh, on the radar screen early. Um, protocols were already, you know, being uh, deployed from past experiences. And, um, and I think um, the confidence of the industry, um, it's here for the long-term. It has been here for the long-term. It's an industry that in my view, has always uh, sought to do the right thing, including not operating for the last 18 months. Yeah, <laughs> you know, even when, when perhaps there were scenarios in which it was possible to. So, um, uh, you, you know, coming to a realization as to what are we dealing with here? How big is it? Um, how will it affect our organizations? There were quick moves to, uh, to in- improve liquidity, uh, quick moves to protect crew members and uh, guests um, and, uh, you know, and get them home uh, when transportation systems were disrupted, airlines and immigration and customs and all of that. It's quite an interesting and
1: intense first 60 or 90 days Thank you for that, that lunch head, if you will. Um, in hardship, you bring decades of experience in navigating both smooth waters and, and turbulence. And um, you actually use the analogy of being lost in fog, um, both as as uh, you know, steering a ship and yourself as a, a helicopter pilot. And, out of all of that experience you bring into the book what you identify as six protocols for dealing with highly disruptive environments for coming out of the fog if you will Um, and one of the things i found so profound in our initial discussion and even more so now having read about those six protocols in more depth is how applicable they are in any industry and and even in personal lives, as people are facing turbulent change, are um, coming out of the fog into a different world. Um, Could you briefly just identify and and give us a a highlight of what each of those protocols is? And then I wanna dive into some of them in more detail. I'm
0: happy to, the first, Point that I'll make is, in my experience, um, the integration of industry, company, career, and life is total. Disruption um, is uh, cuts across all, right? It, it's so that's why I actually, you know, the subtitle for the book was "is hardships navigating." your company career and life through the fog of disruption um change is um brings about an uncertain situation and and it and it is a type of fog and it can be thick and foreboding and it it can be thin and just kind of um obscuring the horizon a bit but regardless there's fog and what i um Set out to do with the protocols was to say, look, a a career of um, diverse experiences dealing with change, self imposed change from outside, uh, the unexpected, the big, the small. And, um, but I've gotten through and I've learned lessons. And I recorded many of those in my personal journals and I was able to draw on those, you know, in, in really summarizing these six protocols. So, um, and I've got them in the order that I feel is uh, critically important. My first protocol is know your waypoint. Know your waypoint, something has changed. Where are you? What's the truth? Many people and organizations want to put their head in the sand, deny, delay, get back to safe place as quickly as possible. And um, that often is not the case. So I, I, I feel like stop, ask the right questions, be transparent, be open to input and seek the truth. Sometimes we're cruising along in such good conditions that um, we fail to do what's prudent. We might, in enthusiasm, hire ahead of ourselves, invest ahead of ourselves, expecting that you know, the business is gonna be there, the conditions are gonna be there. So one of the first things is in this waypoint idea is, um, what are the close-in uh, realities? What, what do you realize now <laughs> with this Uh, disruption unfolding what kind of disruption let's realize um, there are different types the sooner you can determine what kind you're facing uh, the better but um, end of the day get to the truth a lot of people have a lot of agendas even in your organization you've got to be a truth seeker Uh, you've got to ask tough questions and you've got to be clear-eyed in terms of your own uh, as a leader. Terms of your own uh, uh, responsibility to, um, you know, understand the waypoint at this point in time and what is the best direction from here. So that's uh, know your waypoint. Stay afloat. <laughs> you know, no matter the disruption, um, we've got to ensure that we have the resources and we protect the resources necessary to go through it. For many, that's cash. For others. It's um, talent, how do you secure and make sure you don't lose the talent that you've spent so much time attracting and and building within your company. Maybe your IP, Uh, maybe it's a key customer who's the key to your being able to go forward in the business. And perhaps you need to um, find a a way of working with that customer collaboratively to get through um, disruption together so that you both can come out stronger, hopefully, and, uh, and in a place to work uh, towards those original goals that you had. So stay afloat. It's a matter of resources. Think it through. Assume you need more than you think you do. Um, we watched the cruise industry uh, raise uh, tens of billions of dollars by relatively unattractive debt terms and um, selling of equity. And now what are they doing? They're, they're going about raising new billions, but under more attractive terms to pay off the old. But regardless, they're gonna carry a weight of um, debt like the industry have never seen before for a very long time. But they did what was necessary uh, to stay afloat. The next protocol is what I call find your first first. So once you've uh, identified the truth, once you assess resources, and then the question becomes, what's that one thing? There's so many things. There's so many things screaming at you in a, in a challenging situation. But what's that one that is the key to it all? The one thing that if you did it wrong, if you didn't do it, it um, dramatically um, impacts and uh, negatively impacts your ability to recover. So find that first, first, it's pure, it's center of the DNA of your business, your organization, yourself, get to it, build your plan around that, that one thing, find your first, first, what's that core action that is uh, your next best step and, and keep that in the center of the concentric rings of all your actions. Very important. I think you're, that you're keen on this issue, get flexible. Everything's changed. We're going to a next normal, not a return to the past. You know, I I have a favorite saying that I've used for years, and it's basically, in the movies, it might be possible to go back to the future, but not in real life. There's no going back. Circumstances have changed. The marketplace has changed. The competitive set has changed. Customer mindset has changed. Embrace that. Embrace that, that's the key to your future. That's the key to coming out the other side of this thing with any kind of trajectory. So get flexible, think differently, let go of that quarterly plan, that annual plan, that three-year growth plan. You know, know, the more you fight and try to uh, hang on to that and bring and force something and not partner with the future, not partner with reality, the, the longer it's gonna take you to recover. And the more disadvantaged you'll be on the other side of the recovery um, by competitors who did the opposite. They embraced the change. They leveraged it. You know, they figured it out. So um, I think that's very important. Uh, my fifth protocol become collision proof. So lessons learned. Y- you've gotta be a student of disruption as a leader of any type of organization and as a uh, professional and individual. Um, you've been through um, disruptions. You've gotten through the other side of them. Um, take a moment and, uh, and capture what worked, what didn't work. You know, look at your competitors. Look at your industry. Learn the lessons. Integrate those into your um, way of operating. It's a form of becoming collision-proof. The other thing you have to recognize is that around the corner in change are new risks that hadn't been visible before, you know? Um, So you've got to have an eye out for emerging risks. You can see them in uh, other industries. You can see them in the discussions of uh, futurists, Uh, people whose job and skill it is to spend all of their time looking around that next corner. Um, Find those sources for yourself, the ones appropriate for you, and make sure you've got a steady access to um, thinking and identification of risk on the horizon, and then do what you can to mitigate. You can't avoid all risk. It's not possible in life. But you can perhaps mitigate. You can perhaps, um, when uh, you experience a risk event, perhaps uh, it's like uh, it's like getting vaccinated instead of being unvaccinated. I guess you know it's a form of mitigation. I can still get the flu. I can still get other uh, you know forms of uh, illness. Um, I could uh, I could have heart disease. But there's things I can do to mitigate. So look ahead. Use the science use the research, use your vision to mitigate, and uh, I call that becoming collision proof. Uh, And last, and this is so critical, this is such an important issue, and it's in the right place in my six protocols, protect your value. In the midst of the fog, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of scrambling and trying to survive, it's all too easy to undermine your future self to slow down your uh, to delay your recovery. I see um, I see um, pricing actions taken that are um, reactive, reactive to what a competitor is doing, reactive to the past. well our normal pace of revenue was X. We're not on it. we have to get on it. We have to make a pricing change, a promotion change we you know. Um, uh, a quality is cut, a commitment to service and safety may be cut. So I think it's really important to uh, be very creative and very proactive in protecting your value, perhaps reducing capacity in order to uh, keep um, inventory and demand closer together so you can protect your price, perhaps adding value in various forms as a way to make the value proposition of your service or product stronger at a time when people are hesitant to spend. So uh, protecting your value is a critical um, part of coming out the other side of a disruption in a position that you can best recover. We hope you've enjoyed this Meet the Expert episode of the Change Management Review podcast with Brian Gorman, Managing Editor of the Change Management Review, and David Giersdorf. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and like us on LinkedIn.